Welcome to The Refresh from Insider, presented by WebEx by Cisco. I'm Dave Smith. And I'm Rebecca Ibarra, bringing you real-time news, fresh like live radio, but on your schedule like podcasts. Here's the latest. Brittany Griner is in good condition. That's according to the State Department, who says a U.S. embassy official was finally allowed to meet with the WNBA star in Moscow, where she's being held on drug trafficking charges. Griner, who plays center for the Mercury Phoenix, was arrested in a Russian airport more than a month ago with little word on her condition until now. She's facing 10 years in prison. Air Force One is on its way to Europe, where President Biden will meet with NATO leaders to address Russia's invasion of Ukraine. According to National Security Advisor Jake Sullivan, the president is expected to announce new sanctions, impose stricter enforcement of existing sanctions, and commit more humanitarian aid to Ukraine. The Wall Street Journal reported earlier that the U.S., EU, and members of the G7 are planning to sanction more than 300 members of the Duma, Russia's lower house of parliament. Anatoly Chubayas, a senior Russian official since the 1990s, has quit his Kremlin post, Bloomberg reports. Chubayas was the architect of Russia's post-Soviet privatization. He was a reformer who also gave Vladimir Putin his first Kremlin job. Chubayas has held several jobs under Putin, most recently as the Kremlin's climate envoy. Sources tell Bloomberg he has now quit over the war and he's left Russia altogether. Russian state media is going after the Terminator. Good luck. Arnold Schwarzenegger posted a viral video appealing to Russians to end the war. Moscow tried to ignore it, but now the knives are coming out. A Russian weightlifter quoted in a tabloid said Arnold is living an alternative, imaginary reality. She even tried to twist the plot of the Terminator, saying Russia's invasion, quote, does not aim to destroy the Ukrainian people. It is aimed at the neo-Nazi Skynet. To which I say... Mr. Putin, do not besmirch the classics. Ukraine claims to have retaken some ground back from Russia in the suburbs of Kyiv and in a few other areas. It's a small but significant sign that what Russia and the world expected to be a quick takeover of much smaller Ukraine has stalled in the face of fierce resistance. Did a Russian news website accidentally publish the truth? Well, according to Reuters, the site for Moscow tabloid Komsomolska Pravda ran an article saying nearly 10,000 Russian soldiers have been killed in Ukraine. That's many times the last official Russian estimate and much closer to Western estimates. The article was quickly removed, though, and the paper now says it was hacked. We are updating the news until 1 p.m. Eastern, so keep checking in. Coming up, we talk about goblin mode. The term is trending, and it's the perfect response to the past two years of the pandemic. WebEx is driving hybrid work by ensuring almost anyone, almost anywhere, can be seen, heard, and have the ability to contribute equally. Learn more at webex.com slash hybridwork. The third and final day of Senate confirmation hearings for Katanji Brown-Jackson is underway. After a whopping 13-hour session yesterday, Jackson will almost certainly be asked to say more about her sentencing record and her work as a public defender. And as the first black woman ever nominated to the highest court, more about race, like when Ted Cruz asked her to define the current GOP obsession, critical race theory. It doesn't come up in my work as a judge. It's never something that I've Uh, studied or relied on, and it 
wouldn't be something that I would rely on if I was on the Supreme Court. The public part of today's session is expected to wrap up around 5 p.m. Eastern. Moderna is seeking approval of its COVID-19 vaccine for kids ages five and under. The company says the dose would be a quarter of an adult's and two shots would do the trick. If approved, we might finally see shots by this summer for the country's 18 million young kids. Remember the Trump trade wars? The U.S. didn't just target Chinese imports with big tariffs. It also took aim at our historic allies like Canada, Japan, and the EU. Well, the Biden administration has been working to mend those ties, and now it looks like we're patching things up with the U.K. Both countries just signed a new trade accord. The U.S. will drop tariffs on British steel and aluminum, and the U.K. will drop retaliatory tariffs on goods like whiskey, tobacco, and motorcycles. Prince William and Kate Middleton landed in Jamaica yesterday as part of their Caribbean tour, but it's somewhat awkward timing. Jamaica has begun the process of formally removing Queen Elizabeth as head of state, according to The Independent. They plan on following Barbados's lead, becoming an independent republic. Plus, Jamaican protesters greeted the royal couple with demands for reparations and apologies for years of slavery. Stephanie Clifford, a.k.a. Stormy Daniels, must pay Donald Trump almost $300,000 in legal fees. She lost her appeal following her failed defamation suit against Trump in 2018, which she says was filed against her wishes by Michael Avenatti. Avenatti is her former lawyer who was found guilty this year of wire fraud and identity theft. But Daniels isn't going quietly. She tweeted, quote, I will go to jail before I pay a penny good news for hikers and nature lovers. Yosemite National Park's reservation system for its peak season opens at 11 a.m. this morning Eastern Time. Between May 20th and the end of September, all visitors must have a reservation to get into the park between 6 a.m. and 4 p.m. But if you already have reservations booked for camping, lodging, or wilderness permits, you don't need the extra daily reservation. Tesla opened its first gigafactory in Europe yesterday in a town just southeast of Berlin. Germany's chancellor was there, and so was Tesla's billionaire CEO Elon Musk, who spoke a little German and danced with a drone. Yes, really. Musk also shared some words in English. Tesla will, will make sure that this is a gemstone for Germany, for Europe, and for the world. At The Refresh, we're here to give you the news, and sometimes that means turning you on to new internet terms so you're not left out of the conversation. Yep, terms like vibe shift or the ongoing doors versus wheels debate, Dave, (laughs) which I'm not going to get into right now, but very important. No, we do not have time for that one. Maybe another day, but the latest one is probably my favorite yet. It's called Goblin Mode. Rebecca, what is the laziest thing you've done lately? So at one point during the pandemic, I had my everything bowl, which was this really big coffee cup where I had my coffee in the morning and then I'd give it a little rinse and then I had my mac and cheese in the afternoon and then I'd give it a little rinse and then I have my like my beverage in the evening. <laughs> I, I really don't know what to say. I'm shocked. I'm also proud. I'm also very, very proud of you. <laughs> But that's, you see, that's what Goblin Mode is all about. It's celebrating that gross, animalistic side of you. On social media, people are just so used to sharing that picture-perfect version of their lives, wearing the best, most expensive clothes, showing off how much money they make. 
Yeah, and I think those days are hopefully gone, at least on social media. Uh, There's this actor, his name is David McNamee, and one of his tweets about going goblin mode went viral on Twitter. And then he spoke to The Guardian, and he kind of explained goblin mode best, which is like when you wake up at 2 a.m. and then you shuffle into the kitchen, you know, wearing a really long t-shirt, and then you make (laughs) a weird snack of melted cheese on top of saltines. Wow. (laughs) I love this trend. I think it's Mm -hmm. just letting people be the worst version of themselves. To be fair, though, this isn't exactly a new term, Mm -hmm. but Google Trends saw a dramatic increase in the term in early February. So I think everyone's wondering, why now? Why is it trending now? Right. Basically, we have the pandemic to thank. When we Mm -hmm. all started isolating at home for months, we collectively decided to just stay in pajamas and avoid looking good to please others. And now that the world is reopening, people are pushing back on social norms. Also, goblin mode is in direct opposition of that girl, you know, the that girl trend. Oh, yeah. And yeah, that girl is the type of person who wakes up at 5 a.m. to work out and she eats acai bowls that are super bright and Instagrammable (laughs) and she always has smooth, shiny hair for some reason. And I feel like the internet is done with that girl. And goblin mode isn't about bettering yourself. It's about letting yourself go physically and also mentally, you know, just give yourself a break. Yeah, exactly. And people are even going goblin at work. Rebecca Knight, who we love here at The Refresh, wrote a piece for Insider that says that there's a growing number of people who are slacking off at work. A career expert told her that cutting back your work ethic by 10 to 20 percent could prevent burnout and save your mental health. So goblin mode has benefits, people. I mean, I've been showing up at The Refresh every single day in pajamas and a hoodie. Some days it's only the hoodie, but we start at 5 a.m. So just give me a break. All right. Stretchy pants forever. (laughs) Honestly, after the two years we've had, I kind of am from it too. So at least let's be comfy and let's stay sane. Be sure to follow The Refresh from Insider on your favorite podcast apps, or better yet, go to insider.com slash The Refresh to use our custom designed player. We also want to hear from you. Reach us at The Refresh at insider.com. I'm Dave Smith. And I'm Rebecca Ibarra. Thanks for listening to The Refresh from Insider. Insider.